From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how powerful it is to have sex when you are fully awake, not just going through the motions at the end of the day. And as we kick off today's show, I want you to think about this quote from Gail Lynn Goodwin. And she says, right now is the most important moment in your life. And I think as we dig into the show, you're going to see that when you are right now, fully present in the moment, being awake, having sex with your spouse, that it will be the most important moment in your life and in your marriage. And before we get into the meat of the show, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by One Extraordinary Marriage's 11 must-haves for your bedroom. And you can pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-have. We're also going to have a link to it in the show notes. And here's why you want to make sure that you come back to the show notes or you click on that yourselves. Because with this free resource, you're going to be able to get creative with the gifts that you're putting under the tree this year, right? No more just sticking the ties under there or maybe the vacuum cleaner. No more wondering what to get. With this 11 must-have items for your bedroom, you're gonna discover a hit list of all the top items that we've used over the last 20 years of our marriage to ignite Mm -hmm. intimacy, connection, and comfort in the most important room of all. We believe that is the bedroom. So use this list to take the show ideas that you get today and take it to the next level. Right. right. Build your toolbox full of resources to make sex in your marriage even more extraordinary. So make sure you pick it up today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have. And I want to read a uh, an iTunes review. And, and I just want to give a shout out every time that you guys go into iTunes after you've listened to the show, or you found the show and you leave, you know, those five star ratings or you take the time to write a review. Mm-hmm. I want you to know it means so much to us that you do that. But more importantly, every time that you make the choice to go and do either one of those two, leave a rating or a review, you are impacting other marriages around the world. Right. Because time and time again, when somebody looks at a new podcast that they haven't found out about, they'll look at the ratings, they'll look at the reviews and be like, is this something I even want to like, is this something I want to check out? And we got this review on uh, November 22nd. And I loved the review when I clicked in here into iTunes. It says, don't even think about it. Just click subscribe. Wow. And uh, the that's re- awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's like I, 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 wanted, I wanted to look and see what was being said. And it says this podcast in, is incredible and has been a godsend. Tony and Elisa are doing one extraordinary pun intended thing by pouring so much time, work, energy, and love into each message. I love how they so openly speak about the good, bad, and the ugly points of their own relationship. Yeah, we've done that for seven years now. Um, yeah, almost seven years. Almost yeah. seven years, yeah. Because it shows us as listeners that we are not alone and that right. with proper work and guidance, we can fight through anything that tries to knock us down. So thank you, Tony and Elisa, for love all it. that you do. You're a blessing to myself, my marriage, and so many other couples. And to the person that wrote this review, thank you because you have now been a blessing in sharing your own Amen. personal journey with the One Extraordinary Marriage family mm-hmm. and allowing us to, to read your review. And we do from time to time. We read them from iTunes. We read them 
from emails that we get. And obviously you guys know that you can call that hug hotline at 858-876-5663 and leave us an audio message that we'll play on the air. Yeah. You know, that showing others how this has impacted you and what the changes are that are going on in your marriage is huge. Yeah. It's, it's the power of word of mouth. And what we're talking about today though, I mean, you want to talk about getting real and honest with you guys. I mean, this show comes directly from where we are in our own lives right now. And, and like I said earlier, I mean, we're going on seven years of doing this show. Mm-hmm. And can I just say one thing yeah. to that? So those of you that are brand new listeners, if yes. you make a choice, which we know a lot of you do to go back and listen to the early episodes, just keep in mind that that was Tony and Elisa seven years ago or, or four or five. Cause we've you know, changed a whatever. lot. You'll hear it. You know, as, you listen. as you listen, but I just want to say that, you know, something that we said seven years ago, we may not still hold those same thoughts or beliefs or anything like that. So just a little caveat yeah. for those older shows yeah. because we change, right? I mean, the whole point of the whole point of the one extraordinary marriage show is that we grow in our marriages, in our lives. And through that though, I think for myself in particular, when, you know, when we started this show, our kids were, hold on, let me do the math here. Oldest was five. Well, he would have been. No, no six. he's turning fourteen. So yeah, yeah he would have been six. Going, uh, yeah, he would have just turned seven. Seven, seven, and then we had a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a different time in our lives. You know, just having a seven and a four-year-old. Hey, you know what? We could control a lot of you know play dates per se and what we were doing. Um, a lot of things were happening much more during the daytime. Well, now we have a teenager. Now we have a, a middle uh, elementary, soon fifth grader, yeah, school, yeah, soon to be middle middle schooler. Um, productions, you know, at our church, the younger one is a part of. Uh, our oldest one has been playing football and lacrosse, big big time. You know, for his age, um, they won. The for football, they won the city championship for 14U this year. Um, he went off to play all stars in Florida, you know, and our lives have changed, and our sex life has had to adjust with it because back in the day, it wasn't it, honestly, even though we were tired from kids being younger, we could still roll into bed at a decent hour because they were asleep. And for those of you who've been listening for a long time and had teenagers back then and were, I, I remember you guys would be chuckling at us because you're like, oh, wait until those times when, you know, they start getting older and they're awake until 10, 11, midnight, coming in late, you know, for those of you who had high schoolers, you know, or even those, you know, who were going into transitioning into college and we would, oh yeah, but now we're there, <laughs> right? Now, now we're right sort of in that thick of it where, yeah, it is a Friday or Saturday night and our kids could be up, you know, doing their thing, having friends over. Going and, out, coming back. Right. Going to, going to a football game, you know, coming back. So this has changed how Elise and I have had to address our own sexual intimacy. Absolutely. Cause so often, you know, especially like Tony was talking about the fact that, you know, the oldest one went to Florida to play all stars. Well, the younger one was home and our, our church puts on this production called twisted the musical. She just did eight shows in four days. Right. We're, we're just coming off of this. So, I mean, in the last two weeks, she's been at the theater 13 out of the last 14 days. 
with rehearsals. I mean, just massive amounts of investment in time. And I know that, that those of you with kids or with other obligations, you know what I'm talking about. And so by the time everybody gets home at night, it's, you know, 10, 10, 30, 11, and, and you're rolling into bed. And uh, case in point, this is what happened to us this past week. This is part of where the show came from. Alex goes to Florida. Tony goes on a guy's trip with his dad and his brother. So he's gone Sunday, Monday, and comes back late on Tuesday. Now, for those of you that have been listening for any length of time, you know that Tony's days for the intimacy lifestyle are Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Well, and I'm- if you want to learn about the intimacy style, intimacy lifestyle, you can go to episode 140 or just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash scheduling sex. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes for you guys. So with Tony coming home late on Tuesday, the younger one still had to be at the theater. We had rehearsals. You know, we don't get home till 10 30, 11 o'clock. And Tony looks at me and he's, and I'm not even thinking about the fact that it's Tuesday. Like I know it's Tuesday, but it hasn't registered because just everything's going on. And I was trying to romance you a little bit throughout the day there. It wasn't perfect, but I was trying. Uh, okay. I'm just going to say I missed the clues. <laughs> like I'm just going to, I'm going to own it. I Obviously. missed it because I wasn't like my brain wasn't there since you'd been gone for a couple of days. And so we're getting ready for bed and Tony says, um, something to the effect of basically let's get it on. Right. You ready to have sex? Let's get it on. And I just looked at him like, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go to bed. Total Heisman move. Haven't haven't pulled out, haven't pulled one like that in a long time. And we, and we shared with each other long ago, especially when we started the intimacy lifestyle, when one spouse is initiating there is no rejection in the bedroom. And boy, oh boy, did I, when she says a rejection, the Heisman, I was like, what? And I just had come back from what, about a six hour drive? Right, right, right. Coming back from my trip and everything. So and so I was just like, not uh, feeling and it. And like as soon as I said it, you know, it's like one of those times where you're like, you can see the words hanging in the air and you're like, oh, if I could only just, like, if I could just grab those back. Words have power. Words have power. And so I'm like, okay, hold on. I need to check myself. Right. And so we end up like I get myself there. We end up having sex that night. But then my days to initiate are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, opening night of the show, we got all that craziness going on. That's not happening. Friday night, we had friends that were going to the show. We were doing all this kind of. So I knew Friday was out because mm-hmm. there were multiple shows on Friday. I knew we were going to be at the theater. Thursday, we'd opted not to go to any of the shows on Thursday. Right. So there Tony, were two shows that day. Yes. So Tony and I knew that from 3.30 to about 9.30, because she had to go to the theater at 3.30, till about 9.30, we were going to be Tony free. and Lisa. Free. Right. Yeah. And, and again, oldest one is in Florida. So so we knew that we were going to do a date night because it's been crazy. Schedules have been so full. And so I call. he calls me up and he's like, I'm on my way home. You know, I'll be home and you know, like, we'll go out to dinner, do a few things that we need to get done. And I'm like, okay. And I, I, I'm sitting there on the phone. I go, before we hang up, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah. I go, can we have sex first? Can we have a wake sex? Because I knew, I knew if we got to the end of the night, like we did all the fun stuff, we did dinner, we you know did some Christmas shopping, we went and picked up our daughter, we came home, it was going to be 1030 or 11. And all I was going to want to do at that point in time was put on my cozy jammies. Because it's winter. Because it's winter. It's, you know, it's like 60 in San Diego. So all of you northern folks you can laugh at me but it's okay it happens every year when winter rolls around on the one extraordinary marriage show everybody that lives where it's cold just laughs at elisa it's all good but i knew what was going to happen is i was going to want to get into bed and not be intimate with tony so i just i put it out there i'm like can we have sex early this evening (laughs) it's like yeah okay so then all of a sudden my entire attitude shifts right because i'm like game 
on. I'm awake. I'm getting in the process here. And what we realized, and it was an incredible evening, but but here's what I'm hearing from my coaching clients. Tony's, yeah. And I just want to say this as well. From my viewpoint, I will have to say that we have enough going on in our lives that this concept of awake sex, sex during the day, sex during the times when we are alive and we're vibrant appeals to me. Because like Elisa, you know, sliding into bed at the end of the day, as much as that can be fun and, and we can we can frolic, you know, into the evening and <laughs> foreplay, man, I'm tired too. And and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share that I've caught myself at times knowing it's my night to initiate and I'm just sitting there and I'm reading and I'm falling asleep. And I honestly have to wake myself up try to get myself into this place of like, okay, I got to initiate and we'll start having foreplay. We'll start doing some foreplay. Um, you know, and, and honestly, guys, I'm falling asleep while in the midst of foreplay. And you may be going, oh, well then it's not worth doing it. Well, it is because Elise and I have made this commitment to each other. And we know when we go for a period of time without being sexually intimate, we begin to lose that connection with each other. Oh, for sure. We do. And so what what we're working through here right now is what we're talking about today is that awake sex, being fully present with each other throughout that process. And so that we, as well as you guys, can enjoy this time together. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it's really at the end of the day it's such an amazing act that we get the privilege to have with our spouse and to really just sort of be eh about it. Uh, for me, I, I'm not there. I, I don't want it to be eh. I want it to be something extraordinary because it's, we don't know our days. We just don't. And, and just like everything else, I want it to be something that we both are truly there. And hey, we're not doing a great job at it at times. Awake sex really does help though. Absolutely. Because, you know, I've been hearing, it's interesting, you know, Tony and I have this experience in our own marriage. And then, you know, with the different folks that I coach around the world, it had been a theme over the last few weeks Mm -hmm. where, you know, at the end of the day, after you've, you know, gotten the kids to bed and you've cleaned up the dishes and you've done the laundry and you're prepared for the next day and you've done all of this kind of stuff and you're like, okay, uh, I'm going to bed now, right? And so everybody's exhausted. You're, you're, you're falling asleep during foreplay or before, or you're just, you're so tired. And, you know, here's the deal, guys. We all lead full lives, mm-hmm. right? You're busy, we're busy. It, it, it's not an excuse anymore. It's not a badge of honor. It's just a fact, right? But your spouse, the person that you stood up and said, I do to, they want you to engage with them right? They, they want you to be fully present when you're being sexually intimate. They want you to be more than just a warm body who is fighting to stay awake, right? Th- there's no real big appeal to just being a warm body who's like trying to, you know, just make it through, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, we've had this experience, you all have had this experience. And, and, and as we're going through this, you know, all of a sudden, I, I, I asked this one question, can we have sex earlier in the night? Right. Because I wanted, like, I knew it was my days to initiate. I wanted to be fully intimate with Tony, but the only way that was going to happen is if I asked for something a little bit different. 
Right. Right. If I asked for it, and then to have Tony, to have Tony say yes, because I know that he wants, he wants me there. Right. And so, and I want to be there as well. You know, it, it goes both ways. I mean, us guys, you, you know, we want to be there and enjoying it just as much. I mean, I, I'm sure there are many husbands out there that, you know, hey, you want to be present. But at the end of the day, after a full day of just working, putting it all out there, man, it, it, it can, it's, it's easy to just plop on in front of that, you know, sports center, sit on the couch and, and fall asleep. Or pin away, pin, 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 pin yeah. with Pinterest. You know, because with so much going on in our plate, we sometimes lose sight of the fact that we need to prioritize our marriage. And that's not just, that's not just date nights. That's not just how we talk about our finances. It's all areas of our marriage, especially our sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for some of you, that's going to mean making choices about when you're sexually intimate. I, I, I was talking with somebody the other day and I said, you know, it's interesting. There's no rule. There's no law that states that sex is only at the end of the day when everything else is done. It's not written down anywhere. Right. A- and here's why. Because all of you that have your to-do list, you know one thing. Your to-do list, everything else never gets done. So if the everything else doesn't get done, when are you going to have sex? You're, you're not. Right? So we've got to, if you're only leaving it for the end of the day, here's the other thing that happens. Right? If, if you're doing more of the like, let's slide into bed and, and kind of be half awake. Your spouse is only getting the leftovers. That's, uh, that's what they're getting, right? And you're mentally and physically exhausted. Been there, been there. Hey, uh, and we're still, again, we're, we're talking about this in the moment, folks. This isn't us going, hey, we figured this out. No, we're still in that moment. We're, we're, we're working through it, trying to figure out, okay, what does this look like? And if it is coming in at the end of the day, what does that look like? So. Absolutely. Because, guys, it's hard on both of you. Mm-hmm. Tired, sleepy sex is hard on both of you because, like, you know it's going to be good. Right? I, I know that eventually I'm going to get in the mood and it's going to be good. And, and you know, the, but... Getting Sometimes there, they can get, my goodness, you, you spend a half an hour just trying to get there. Getting there and you're like, oh, if I could just close my eyes right now. And, you know, it just seems like sometimes it's like, oh, that's so much extra energy. Well, you know, in this show, we want to share a few simple strategies that you can implement this week to have more awake sex, mm-hmm. especially as we head into the super busy Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, I just want to want to give you guys a quick reminder to pick up that free copy of 11 must haves from the bedroom. You can find it again at one extraordinarymarriage.com slash must have because Christmas is right around the corner. I mean, we're talking like less than two weeks. So maybe you've been thinking about stocking stuffers or other fun Christmas gifts for your love. So get this list and use this list for shopping, right? Your love is going to thank you and you're going to be enjoying the presents yourself, you know, because getting something off this list is so much better than a sweater or a new vacuum. So pick it up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have. And as we talk about how you can have more awake sex, the first thing that you need to do is you really need to take stock of your sexual intimacy. You know, when do the two of you most often have sex? Right. Right. Because is it, you know, is it at the end of the day? Right. Is it, you know, a quickie here or there, you know, sort of like ships passing in the night and you're like, oh, we happen to both be in the bedroom at the same time. Let's, you know, is it, you know, in the morning? And you're going to look at your schedules as well, obviously. Like what's happening in your schedule between work, running kids around, whatever it may be, that tends to be a way for us to just go, okay, this is that time frame. Mm-hmm. 
when we're typically having sex. Absolutely. And, you know, part of this too, is you're thinking about your sexual intimacy, guys, is that you need to think about what your attitude is towards your spouse when they start to make a move. Mm. Right? Because if you're really tired at the end of the day, some of you are thinking, oh, great. One more thing that I have to do today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe you're thinking. You've said that to me. I've said it. Or maybe this one sounds a little bit more familiar where you say, now? Don't you know how tired I am? How much I had to do today? What I've got to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I've said probably all three of those more times than I care to count. Right? Because when you're fatigued, even if you... In- you know, you know that you're going to get to a good place having sex with your spouse, your fatigued mind, your fatigued body is going to go to this default negative attitude first. So that's a really good indicator. Like if you start thinking about the attitude that you have when your spouse starts to make the move and it's more of a negative one, that's a really good indicator that the two of you are only having sex when you're really tired. Be- and, and can I just bring up one thing too yeah. though? Because initiating is a funky it, it, it can be tough for folks. I don't sure. want to say it's funky. It's just, it's tough and we don't know what it looks like. And because we don't know what it looks like, we, we just sort of jump into bed and, and it's a rollover and like, okay, let's do it. So we have a resource, an article we wrote called 21 Ways to Initiate Sex with Your Spouse. Mm. And we'll, I'll have a link right here in the show notes so okay. you guys can come and check that out. Um, but it's a great way, print them out and be able to discuss that with your spouse so you guys know. Mm-hmm. What does initiating look like for you guys? Something we've talked about. Um, and Elise and I continue in our own lives to talk. What does that look like? And especially for awake sex. Like if oh, we're yeah. going to have something do- going on during the day, what does it look like when you're initiating? Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes you're going to do exactly what I did where I said, hey, can we have awake sex? Well, and, but <laughs> prior to that, though, you're like, hey, can you just text me, you know? When you're, when oh, yeah. you're getting close to home. I did. Because here's the thing. And I knew what you're leading to because we had discussed that, hey, let's have some fun before we take off. That way we're awake. And, and I knew that from that, like, hey, just let me know. Because I, I assumed in my own, and this is an assumption I was making, that Elisa was just preparing herself for that time. And needless to say, Tony was really happy when he opened the garage door into yeah. the house. And there I was standing in our bedroom door just all happy and waiting for him to walk in the house. Right. And, and, you know, that's that's the next part of this. I mean, first you have to look at your sexual intimacy and then you need to look at your calendar and look at those windows where the two of you can have awake sex, right? Does that mean that you're you're waking up a little bit early? You know, I, as I was writing that and, you know, thinking through what are those strategies that we use and I realized that, you know what, starting the day with an orgasm is not a bad way to start a day, right? Like, like let me just be really honest. If you're you know, I mean, it's it's better than starting the day like grumbling because you overslept. Right, and again, it's not something that you're doing every day. So if one of your if if one of you goes to work earlier, you know, the other one who typically sleeps in is it is it possible for you guys to wake up a half an hour earlier? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? You guys got to look at your own schedule instead of putting roadblocks. And this is the thing I'm finding out more and more when we talk to a lot of people. You always want to put up the roadblock and mm-hmm. tell me why you can't do it. Instead of telling me why you can't do it, tell me why you can do it and how you can do it. Because we have a choice. We all have that choice. And believe me, there are many a mornings when my choice is to sleep in instead mm-hmm. of get up and working out or to get up and go to my prayer group. That is a choice I am making. You know, I could wake up earlier and, and if Elise and I agreed to have sex in the morning, but that's a choice we're making. Mm-hmm. 
You know, for those of you that have young children who still have the benefit of nap time. Right. Right. Let, let me tell you something. Your chores, all of the things that you try and get done while the kids are sleeping, it's all going to be there. Like, right. like just, I'm letting you in on a little secret. It doesn't matter how many times you do the laundry, they're still going to make more dirty clothes. So what if you took that half an hour that you were and your spouse were awake and it's nap time and you actually fostered the connection in your marriage right. instead of just folding more laundry? You're going to fold laundry today and you're going to fold laundry tomorrow. You're going to do the dishes. You're going to run to the grocery store. If you foss, if you make the choice to put your marriage first, the other stuff will fall into place. If you don't prioritize your marriage, then everything seems overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it's just factual, right? When your marriage relationship is solid, you know, another time to have awake sex. Okay. Can I say one of the items on this list? The is 11 our- must-haves? Yes. Yeah is the sound and sleep machine. Guys, if you get each other nothing else for Christmas. If you don't know what that is, get the download, look up the the Ecotone sound and sleep machine, and that will help just reassure you to put something on in your room so you don't have to worry about kids hearing you and everything. I'm, I'm telling you, we used to only leave it on for about an hour and a half at night just to go to sleep. We now leave it on all night long. It is wonderful. Love it. Because not only will it help you um, have background noise for when you're having sex, it also just helps you sleep better. Yeah. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. And I mean, seriously, so many of you I know in the one family have picked this up and love it that it, it, there's a reason it made the, the 11 must-haves. Oh, sure. But as we're talking about other opportunities to have awake sex, one of the things I realized when I asked Tony on Thursday night before date night, if we could have sex before date night is that if we have sex before we go out, it changes the whole dynamic of the date. And this was revolutionary for us. This I is mean, the first really, time that we figured that. I mean, 20 years like, in, wow. figured it out. Wow. Wow. It's like, it's so true. Tell them what we really learned about that. Okay. So you have sex before you go out. One, you, you've already had your orgasm. So like you're starting the night with the glow right? Just all the happy endorphins are running through your body and you're like, okay, this is good. There's no worrying about how much you're going to eat or drink, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not like you're going to be using the excuse later on. Ooh, I ate too much. I ate too much. No, you already had sex. Eat what you want. Yeah. Drink what you want, right? There's no worrying about how late you're going out or what or you're going to be out or what you're doing. Why? Because you already had sex. You go home and you say, oh, I'm really tired. I just want to go to bed. Brush your teeth and go to bed. Yeah, yeah you're done. You, you already had sex. Or go for seconds. Right? I, or go for... That's a that's a decision. Yeah. That's a game time decision, right? Which you can most definitely do. And we've done that, you know, twice in one day. It's a good thing. Yeah. Twice in one thing. day. Go for it. That's another... We did that show, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. And, and I want to just bring up, for those of you who are going, well, we got to get the kids ready and their kids are going to be home. All right. Well, that's what a shower is for. You know, turn on water, you know, enjoy yourselves in the shower. You know, break it up, get away from the bed, you know, in this moment in time and and use that time to enjoy one another. It changes everything, right? When the two of you are having awake sex, it changes everything because you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. Guys, too often we're drifting off to sleep, but we're thinking about all of the things on the to-do list. Cause remember I said the to-do list never gets done. So you're not fully present. So if you know if you know that you've got this to-do list that runs through your head, then just have sex at two o'clock in the afternoon and you still have the next seven or eight hours, however late you stay up to get your to-do list done, right? Because you've already made your marriage a priority. 
and you still have the rest of the day. Yeah. Right. So often we're like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it when it comes to interactions with our spouse. And then we don't get to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's flip that on our head. Let's be a community in here in the One Extraordinary Marriage family where we say, you know, we're not going to do it like everybody else does. Let's let's do the sex part first and then do the rest of all the other stuff on our list and see what happens. See how your marriage becomes extraordinary when you say, you know what? I'm going to be fully engaged with you. Mm -hmm. I've got seven more hours to do my to-do list. I'm awake. The kids are watching cartoons. We're in the shower. We're going to do sex before date night. We're going to like plan it on our calendars this week, whatever it is. Because I will tell you, just like when I told Tony on Thursday, hey, you know, give me a call or text me when you're turning down the street. I knew that when he turned on our street, I've got about three and a half minutes until I hear the garage door open. I will tell you, I ran around in that three and a half minutes getting my clothes ripped off, getting, you know, oils going on in the bedroom, doing all this stuff so that when he opened that garage door, guys, fully awake, Elisa stood there as he walked into the house going, here I am completely naked. It was a pretty good, you know, welcome home for him considering he usually just walks in the office. I'm like, Hey, and I stand up and I give him a kiss. Awake sex is that kind of difference. Because you can be fully in the moment. Like I said, right now is the most important moment of your life. That's the quote I opened the show with. That's the attitude that we want you to have when you're engaging in sexual intimacy with your spouse because it makes all the difference. Yep. Love it. Love it. We want you guys to come back here to the show notes. Give us your comments. Tell us how you're going to have awake sex or have had awake sex and the impact it's had on your marriage. You know, how it's impacted the way you guys have been able to connect when you're fully engaged, fully awake with each other during your sexual intimacy. We love you guys. We wish you the best week. Really, just go out there. Let, let's let's go out there and just try things differently than everybody else so that way we can enjoy each other like nobody else can. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.